Ladies and gentlemen, from the foothills of the Great Smoky Mountains, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 63. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. And you, and you, and you. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) It's great to stay up late. Oh, boy. That way I'm tired the next day. Yeah, I made it to 9 o'clock. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, I know it. Hey, good morning, Mr. Brantley. Good morning, Mr. Thomas. Hey, the milkman's on his way. Yep. Yep, here he comes. Yep. Good morning. Good morning. Some beans will soon smile through. Good morning. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Ed and Bob Show. I'm Bob. He's Ed. Ed, good morning. Good morning, Bob. Tell everybody what we got coming up this half hour. Well, on show number 63, we're going to be talking about what are America's number one concerns. Hmm. I've got concerns. I know that. Mm-hmm. And also, we have the mailbox. We have uh, questions, and it's going to be a good thirty minutes, I think. I look forward to it. Let's get into the news. All what right, you got? what's happening in the world? Well, this surprised me. I didn't know they had this, but the uh, you know the Navy football team, yeah, you know the the Naval Academy, right? They're dropping its motto for the. 2019 football season. Guess what the motto was? Go team. That wasn't it? No, load the clip. Load the clip. Oh, my God. <laughs> Actually, oh, okay. and they're dropping it out of respect for the victims of the shooting at the Capitol Gazette newspaper office, which That's is close to grief. the Navy campus. Isn't that amazing? So what now? Is it drop the bomb? Uh, no, I think it'll be. It'll probably be uh, throw the bomb. No, I think they say that they really missed the marker. Yeah, oh, that was a good one. Yeah, it was. Well, so well anyway. whatever the motto is, I'm sure they're going to be politically correct because well, that's it, what we all must be. Yeah, it would. It will be. We will. We can't take a joke. We no. can't. You know, no, you can't do load the clip. No, I promise you, do that. And I got news for Apple and Samsung. Uh, oh, okay. You probably do, too. They're probably listening. Go ahead. I'm not paying $1,000 for a cell phone. Then how are you going to get one? And that's what they're going to go up to. I know. I, I, I Listen, I've seen it. I, I had wanted to get one recently, and I was like, is is that, what is that? How? What do I get with that? A car? Yeah. And it was like 900 bucks. Yeah. I'm going to stick with my old iPhone until, yeah. and, and even if it dies, you know, you can get a new battery. Yeah. And battery, what's That's a battery true. cost? Seventy-five dollars, right. something like that. Or if you drop it in the spring, the string. That's another screen. Seventy-five dollars. There you go. It'll be good. And it works just fine. It if you, works yeah. perfect. There's nothing. Grandpa. There. Yeah. <laughs> Now, wait a minute. I know where you're about to go. You're about to go to those where, flip what phones is, you What see is on the television. name of those flip phones that, yeah. you know, have the, uh, the the letters where, you know, you won't need your, your glasses? What's They're the name three of that? inches tall. What's the name of that phone? The phone. Grandma's phone. Grandpa. My researcher back there talking. <laughs> you know, we got your mom. Oh, it's called the... Um, Consumer Cellular. Red phone. Uh, oh, she red doesn't phone. know. She the doesn't red know. phone. Can you, what kind of researcher are you? All right, go ahead. She's too busy talking. I see where Lowe's is going to lay off thousands of store employees. Why is that? It's Their business is great. These are people, these are third-party company people. They're people who put together things, like the, the grills and put together the lawnmowers, and they do the maintenance. That's all they do? That's all they do, and they're going to... They're going to they're going. <laughs> Sorry, uh, the research group's getting out of control. Yeah, go ahead. They're going to move that to third-party people, companies, and mm-hmm. and uh, they'll have a transition. So anyway, that's that's a pretty big deal. I mean, if you if you're good at 
things like that, you might want to contact Lowe's and say, hey, I'll take that over. But no, in fact, there's always parts left over once I assemble something. <laughs> <laughs> Where does this go? Um, I don't know. Screw it. Let's just move on. <laughs> well, you got time for one more? Yes. All right. Here's the 20 vehicles that are most stolen in the United States for 20 18. Let me guess. Let All me right. guess first. All the right. most stolen vehicle in America. Is this America or the yeah, world? America. America. I'm going to say the, the uh, Ford F100 tri- pickup truck. No. What is it? No. Well, this is a car. Oh, car. A Toyota something. A Toyota Corolla. The Dodge Charger Hemi. No way. Yes. The Dodge Charger, the Dodge Charger Hemi retails for over sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, and that's the and that's the, a heck of a vehicle. And the second one is the Dodge Challenger SRT Hellcat. You're kidding? Me. Like an airplane. Those are the most stolen ones. Stolen. And then Infiniti X QX50 and the Infiniti QX80. And then there's a pickup truck there, GMC Sierra 1500 Crew Cab is is top five. So you know, have you ever had a car stolen? No. I have. I've tried to give them away. <laughs> I, I was. Uh, Here's the keys. Take it. I had a Cutlass Supreme. Ooh, Oldsmobile nice. Cutlass Supreme. Sixty-three. Um, no, seventy something. But it, and the report came out the most stolen vehicle was the Cutlass Supreme. So guess what? And I'm paying. No, I thought, well, that's funny. I got one. Yeah. I was emceeing Jerry Lee Lewis at the Uncle Sam's on Alcoa Highway. And, you know, I come out of the show like at 1 o'clock, and, and I'm walking around going, I'm pretty sure I parked there. <laughs> pretty sure. Where is it? Where is it? And then I walked around them. It's that moment you're stunned to where your car is stolen. It's gone. Oh, God. I'll give you a quick, let me give you a little bit more on that story. Okay. Car disappeared in it, had my wallet, had my <gasps> checkbook. No. And uh, all sorts of stuff in it because I just moved. About three weeks later, I got a notice from the post office to come by. There's some postage due on an envelope. So I went in there, and the guy said, here's the the envelope. And I said, well, I, that looks like crap. I, I won't do it. And I started walking off. I said, I'll tell you what, how much is it? He said, it's $3. I gave him $3, and it was my wallet. Uh, really? And, and my checkbook and, and a little note saying, we only steal cars, not your stuff. Oh, well, that's cool. And it, it was postmarked from Benton, Tennessee. Well, that's where they do it. That's yeah, where, that's where those cars go. Stripping capital of the world. That's right. That's where <laughs> that's where they strip them. That's right. <laughs> All right, I, I, we got to move on here. You ready? Well, I want one more. All right, go ahead. You got I got the least thing? frequently stolen vehicles. Top three. Oh, okay. BMW least. The least. These are the ones nobody wants. BMW three series <laughs> four door, the Tesla Model S. The Tesla Model X and the Chevrolet X, X well, not X and not X. Well, maybe Chevrolet. those have great uh, burglar alarms or something. Well, the, they don't want those Could battery be. cars because they, they don't have to stop them. and recharge. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know how this works. Yeah. All, All right, right we can move on. on. You've got okay. a question of the day, Mr. Bradley. Yes, I do. You ready? Yeah. You know, they've been max, uh, all these shootings going on. There have been over 200 of them the last few years, yeah. these uh, shootings and things. So my question really is, should we be afraid? I'm kind of afraid. You well, know, it could happen anywhere. Well, I agree with that. I, but I think that's the way the world has always been. There could be a terrorist situation. You know, uh, I mean, I was I was on the World Trade Center on top of it on the 4th of July when just uh, two months later on September uh, uh, 11th, 11th yeah. it was uh, hit. 
Two months earlier, I was on that. It could have been just have been July 4th would have made more sense to terrorists. Well, My point true. is, I think, you know, if you go through life afraid... Uh, you do the best. I always tell my kids, it's your responsibility to protect yourself. I've told them that forever. And that's why I believe in carrying a gun. Well, I don't know what good a gun's going to do when you're up against some, um, these mass shooters. But right. It's, well, know, it gives me a better chance than not. Well, that's true. So uh, that's your answer true. is, I'm not going to be afraid. I refuse to. Well, you, maybe you hang out with the bad people. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> oh, that's a little well, iffy, man. Well, what, is there anything we can do as a country to kind of hold this down? No. No, not really. Because you yeah. have your right to carry a weapon, and, and it's, it's, I think, you know what I think it is? I think it's, I think it's the internet. I think it's the, 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 uh, media. Mm-hmm. They publicize this stuff. Yeah, and they true. give these idiots a chance to get their message out. They want to they be a star. Get, yeah, they wouldn't get their message out if we didn't publicize it, if we didn't make a big deal about it. And if you think about, like, London, London or England, you can't have a gun. Okay? Even the police, some of them don't carry guns. Well, you know what they have a lot of there? What? Knife attacks. Yeah. People are knifed. All the time in, in crowds and stuff. I mean, so it's, it's where the weapon de jour is very often. All right, what's your question? Uh, this is going to be easy for you. I know you know the answer. Mm-hmm. How's the Tennessee football team going to do this season? They kick <laughs> off here at the end of the month. Yeah. So what do you think? In Vegas, their over-under on how many games Tennessee will win is six and a half. So they mm-hmm. think it's going to be six or seven. What do you think? Well, that's probably true. I think they'll end up fourth in the East. Really? Mm-hmm. Fourth in the East. That'd be pretty good. Well, it would be. It'd be better than last year, but still four. They'll get a bowl game. They'll win six, but I think they'll be fourth in the Eastern Division. They're ranked last, next to last in the whole SEC. Are they really? It, only Vanderbilt is lower than them. It's a shame. I tell you, I, I, I just, and this time of year, yeah. when I was in the radio business, man, we were hyping like crazy. I know. And I know how bet you are. Well, people but, drink that Kool-Aid, you yeah, know. we were selling T-shirts and, and doing all this stuff yeah. and just out there getting it. And, it. and we couldn't wait to get there, you know what I mean? And Hope just, springs eternal. Yeah. and then all they'll, this, Well, they win the first three games, then they got to go to Florida. <laughs> then they got to play some football. Yeah, really. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see what the quarterback does, because he's never played a game, has he? No, Garantano. Yeah, he, he played has. last year. Oh, he did. Yeah, all the games. Okay. Yeah. So, what, what's gone. your answer? How many games are they going to win? Four. No, they'll be fourth in the East, and they'll win six games. So you think just six enough mm-hmm. to go to a bowl game? Yeah. All right. All right. All right, put tell me, everybody put what's, me down for that. Okay, you're down. We'll see what happens. Uh, all right, Ed, we got to move along. Tell everybody what's uh, coming up, and then you've got a sponsor. All right, coming up here, we're going to talk about our. Number one concern in the United States, and what's what's the number one concern in other countries, too? It'd be interesting to hear that. Mm -hmm. But I want to tell you about uh, some good, fun things at Ripley's Aquarium in the Smokies. It is a fabulous place. You know, TripAdvisor advises us that this is the number one aquarium in the United States. And it is. It's great. Oh, I love it. I, I we had a too. great time when we were there. We go through the tube and just mm-hmm. ride the ride. And, you know, you just stand there, and it's, it's a moving walkway, and it goes all the way through. And then when you get out, you can go over and touch the, uh, the uh, what are they? 
what they stingrays or something or stingray and and horseshoe crabs and it was really incredible the kids loved it some you know the kids they'll have that like that uh tank where the kids pop up in the middle and they're right there where the either the fish are or the uh, pandas or is it not pandas no it's uh, they're uh, penguins penguins Penguins. they both start with a p and live mermaids they don't pop up in front of the live mermaids i love the live mermaids one of my favorite parts of the show I'm All right, be sure to go when you're up in Gatlinburg. It's I think it's the second red light to the right, and and they've got a lot of other ex- things to do too, like the moving theater, 5D, believe it or not, haunted adventure, the mirror maze, the the mini golf, the Davy Crockett mini golf, and the Guinness World Records. Oh, those I grew up going to those. All right, that, thank you, Ed. And you right now, it's time to get our topic of the day. My topic for the day is, what's the number one concern for people that live in the United States and in other countries? Because somebody suggested this to me, and, and I started looking it up, and I thought, well, we all have the same worries. And the more I looked at that's not true. Hmm. People all around the world have a lot different uh, concerns than the people in the United States. In the United States, the number one concern of people is terrorism, about, you know, things blowing up, things happening. And uh, then, you know, people are still concerned about the stock market or money or jobs or whatever, but that's the number one concern. So we thought we would look at what some of the big concerns are around the world. Where would you like to start? Well, I'll go down to Mexico. Okay. It'd be interesting to see what theirs are. I thought it would be the economy. But in Mexico, their number one concern is um, is crime and violence. You know, and you think that's because of cartels and stuff in Mexico? I mean, you, that's where all these drugs are coming up yeah, through. That's that's true. So, you know, from South America. So I often have thought that either the, the government of Mexico is corrupt or they're scared to death of the cartels because they'll kill a hundred people and they'll hang them from the bridges, bridges yeah, and stuff. And you know, I mean, you're, if you're a judge or a police chief down there, you're going to think, "Hmm, do I stick my neck out?" Now, in Germany, I see where their number one concern is immigration. No, not Germany. Oh, it's not. No, no, no. Great no. Britain. Yeah, Great Britain. Great Britain. Great Britain is, and, and you know, I've seen that over the years because they basically just left the borders open, mm-hmm. uh, and that's where they, you know, they, they've let everybody in, and now they can't get them out. Mm-hmm. And their number one concern, like you say, is immigration. They can't build a wall. No, they can't. <laughs> no, there's no so, wall. No wall around uh, Great Britain, but um, that's their number one concern. All right, let's see. Let's go to, this is a, an interesting one. The citizens, these are what people's concerns are in other countries. What, do you, what about Russia? Russia, what is their concern? Co- corruption in government. Let's see, corruption in government and... Um, dun, 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 dun. Financial, political Finan- corruption. That's right, financial and political corruption. And it's always been that way. It is. Do you think... Um, do you think the government in Russia is corrupt? Oh, yeah. Do you think Putin is more like a oh, yeah. crime boss than he is a president? Absolutely. I do, too. And I don't know that that will ever get straightened out. Um, you know, the, Russia falling apart, or the USSR falling apart, was the greatest thing in the world for him. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we talked about it before. You know, he may be the kind of guy that's just he wants to do something big before he dies. I'd keep my eyes on that. Ooh, don't press that button, buddy. Hmm. All right. How about um, India? 
India. Let's see. Where is India? What is India? Right next to Germany there. Oh, uh, I got it. India That's is um, terrorism. <laughs> terrorism. Yeah. You know, if India is one of the most populated countries in the world, other right. than China. Yeah. I mean, and they're right there beside each other. But, yeah, terrorism in India. Uh, let's go to China, because China's taken over the world. What do you think it would be in China? I'm surprised at this one, actually. Moral decline. Moral decline is the number one concern wow. for people in China. Mm. Mm. I mean, I, w- I would have thought it would be uh, poverty because they're being paid, what? Right. You know, pennies mm-hmm. to go to work. Mm-hmm. But moral decline. I don't know if that means that they think that they that it is changing to where people are wearing tank tops or if it's or if it's uh, you know just sinners well it's probably because the whole I mean, society. they're not a Christian country, though. No, no, the society has changed, though. It used to be real strict, and everything was real strict. Now it's more open. It's a, you know, it's open market. People can open businesses and do that. And I think they just, you know, it'll probably feel that way in Canada. Uh, Canada. Canada. I didn't even look at you that. You didn't Canada. Uh, Canada is crime. And Moral decline. Un- no unemployment. Oh, unemployment. You're right. It's unemployment. And I wouldn't have suspected that what? either. Yeah, there's not. I don't know. There's not that many people in Canada, but it um, seems like the places I visited there, Montreal and uh, and British Columbia and stuff, it seemed to be looking pretty good, actually. Mm-hmm. All right, other countries. Let's see, Japan. This one surprised me. Japan's the citizens of Japan. Their number one concern: poverty. Now, I thought Japan was oh, wow. technical yeah. and building yeah. your iPhones or yeah. building, you know, building phones and yeah. and stuff, and they're all technologically advanced. But poverty was anyone any country concerned about climate change? No, well, no, I don't think. <laughs> is, is that even one of the options? Yeah. I don't think it is. Access to credit was anybody concerned? What about childhood obesity? Anyone <laughs> concerned about that? <laughs> I don't no, see it. I don't either. And <laughs> we're, what we're looking at, folks, is a thing. It's got a list here, but uh, it, I don't see anything for those. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it seems that. The the most country most countries one two three, the countries that are worried about unemployment, Italy, Korea mm-hmm. that surprises me mm-hmm. France, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, KSA I'm not even sure what that is, uh, Canada Australia yeah. unemployment yeah. Bel Belgium Belus- unemployment yeah. mm-hmm. really surprises me I did, this this entire thing really I just assumed everybody was concerned about terrorism. Uh, maybe immigration, but it's just not the case. You know, and the thing is, uh, the thing, the things that matter to your family are far more important to you than what's going on in your country. And also, the other thing is, is how much of them are concerned about this. For instance, in Peru, 75% of the people polled in Peru mm-hmm. said, said that the number one problem there was crime and violence. Wow. So. Well... Anyway, it's an interesting look at the entire world because I thought it was different. But um, the U.S., the number one concern in the U.S. is terrorism, in case you missed that. But uh, there you go. All right, we've got to move along, Ed. We, uh, let's see, what do we do next? You're going to tell everybody what's coming up. All right, coming up, we're going to look at the mailbox and also check out some complaints and all. And you have a sponsor. I do, Ed. It's Knoxville Wholesale Furniture. Cl-
clearance center. This is the one next to West Elm Mall. It's huge. It is absolutely huge. And if, you know, there are two superstores, one north, one deep west, it, if something stays in there more than 30 days, it, it's gone. It's gone to the uh, clearance center and sold for pennies on the dollar. You can save up to 80%. Save up to 80%. The absolute lowest price is Knoxville Wholesale Furniture Clearance Center next to West Town. The family owned since 92, employing over 150 people right here in Knoxville. All the money stays right here in Knoxville. Visit them right there next to West Town Mall. Here, let's go to the mailbox. Here we go. All right, Zeke from Spring City says, I, mm-hmm. I see those barges going up down the Tennessee River. What are they carrying, Bob? You know, that's a great question. I see them all the time as well uh, when I'm going down Nayland Drive and I'm out to Butch and Linda's house. And, um, <laughs> it, I was looking, this, uh, looking up and it said, on the Tennessee River, by barges, there are over 50 million tons of goods go up and down the river every year. But now, not all of that would be here in East Tennessee. No, Tennessee River's a long yeah, river. Yeah, because most but, of it, I think, would be from the Tom Bigby Waterway mm-hmm. uh, in Alabama out to the Mississippi. Probably. That's actually where the biggest part of it is. Yeah. You're exactly right. But uh, what what you'll see here in East Tennessee, coal, chemicals, grains, ores, minerals, uh, gravel, and s- sand, and slag. What is slag? That's that's uh, gravel and sand with water. <laughs> I, have no, I have no idea. I call it mud. Yeah. That's some German drink, I think. Slag. But, yeah. but you know, I, I mean, it says here, water transportation is the only practical method for shipping large and bulky pieces of machinery. TV, the um, steam generators, TVA power plants. Mm-hmm. You remember those were? They were brought in by barges. Right. I, I forgot mm-hmm. about that. Um, Automobile plant presses, military vehicles, things like that. Rocket boosters? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it said as far as um, East Tennessee is concerned, the major distribution center for fertilizer, road salt, and asphalt moves upriver by barge. Zinc mines in Jefferson County, we've talked about that. They depend heavily on barge transportation to deliver zinc. Downriver. Yeah. Now, my, my family in Union County... Yeah. They used to, they had a contract where they would, they would cut timber and float the trees down the, down the Tennessee River. They would float mm-hmm. it down the Clinch River onto the Tennessee. Now this was before all the dams were right. built back in the thirties. And then when they got to the Chattanooga, they would get on the train and ride back to Knoxville and ride a mule's train back wow. to uh, Union County. But they sold those trees to the Southern Railway. Because they made them into railroad ties. Oh, for the things underneath mm-hmm. the rails. Really? Yeah. And I've that's got, from I've Union County. Yeah, I've got pictures of that. I mean, they would have, they would be logs as far as you could see. And, they're, really? and, and they actually rode them all the way to Chattanooga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that like they float them down? Yeah, they floated I them down the river. I remember those pictures. Yeah, floated them down the river. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, very crazy. Well, I mean. hey, if it works. I, I, and you were talking about uh, near the Tom Bigby. They said some of the barges over there would be, because uh, once I see here, maybe three barges, mm-hmm. 15 barges being pushed over a half a mile long. Can you, I don't see how you make the curve. <laughs> anyway. Well, there's probably no curves on the top. Well, yeah, you may be right. All right, what else you got here in the in the mailbag? All right, let's see. We've got uh, Allison from down in Farragut. Mm-hmm. Allison, what do you got to say here? She says, I love you guys for fighting for the red light cameras. Why does Farragut still have them? Well, we uh, let's start with first of all, we hate red light cameras, and we it was basically the right turn on red because mm-hmm. it was just a, a tax you didn't get to vote on. So, Ed, why does Farragut have red light cameras still? 
because the mayor wants them. I asked him that question. I said, why, why do you still have red light cameras? And he said, we think it's a good idea. Farragut has very little ways of making money. They don't have a property tax. They get a share of it. But they, you know, and alcohol and all of that. But that's it. So this is, this is a way for them to make money. Now, I don't think they've been enforcing it like they have in previous years. So, but I understand there's going to be some legislature in the Tennessee legislature that's going to wipe it all out. All, well, all of them. I hope so. I, I don't mind the running of red light uh, fines, right. but this right turn on red, that's a bunch of baloney. Right. Okay? It's hooey. I mean, when you're coasting and you're going yes, less than two miles around. All that is is sticking it to you. So anyway, all right, we got to move along here. This is the Ed and Bob show. Ed's going to tell you what's coming up uh, on our next show. It's going to be up. interesting. Oh yeah, we're going to talk about that. In 1945, on August the 6th and the 9th in 1945, the United States dropped atomic bombs on Japan. We're going to look back at that and discuss it a little bit. Of course, uh, Oak Ridge had a big part in that. Absolutely. Wow. That's going to be an interesting topic. I could do, I could spend two hours talking about right. that one. So, All right. Well, let's uh, get along here to your complaint. All right. My complaint is bright headlights. Okay. Well, what about them? Well, I don't like them. Are you talking about not the, you're talking about just a normal yeah. bright headlights before talking, they put them on high? I'm talking about trucks. That have the lights down at the bottom, mm-hmm. lights in the center, and mm-hmm. they're bright. I mean, they're, they're they're all on high. You can't see. They, they blind you completely. Yeah, it does blind you. And if now if you're on a road, like a four lane road, it's okay, you know, and all of that. But if you're on a two lane road, out where it's dark, and those lights come toward you. It just blinds you. Well, I've seen uh, pickup trucks that have them. As big, I think you're talking about tractor trailer trucks. No, I'm talking about pickup. Oh, trucks. that's what I'm yeah. talking about. Some yeah. of them have those big beams on and stuff. Yeah. And I don't know if they're young kids or whatever, but it can actually blind the other person. Right. They get head on, they'll right. regret having them. And behind you, how many people have had somebody behind them with bright headlights and you're adjusting the mirrors so you mm-hmm. can see or putting your hand over the side mirror so that you can see where you're going? Yeah. Now, is that just because I'm old? No, no, it's, it's one of my pet peeves as well. I mean, it drives me nuts. And then a lot of the new cars don't have it where you can adjust the thing. It's no. automatically adjusting, right. and it's not enough. Right. Absolutely. Amen, brother. All right. Here's my complaint. All right. <clears throat> Dressing down for work. Hey. You remember yeah. it started with, uh, <laughs> was it Fridays? Fridays. What did yeah. they call it? Uh, well... Dressing. Dr- something Fridays. Yeah. Um, well, see if my researcher knows. What? What do they used to call Fridays when they were... Uh, casual Fridays. Dre- casual Fridays. There you okay. go. So, and now, though, listen, I go into banks, and the guy's over there in a, a polo shirt and, uh, you know, uh, his uh, dress pants. I mean, come on. I mean, I personally think, can't you... Take a little more pride in how you look. I, for one, like to dress a, a little nicer Business when you go nice. to work. Right. Business nice. But this casual stuff, its I, I've seen it, and it just seems to be going overboard. Yeah, I and I don't understand yeah, I it. Where did yeah. we lose that? Why? Well, I remember, I remember back when in the radio business when you and I were doing remotes and things like that. That all the, I think the rule of thumb was we dressed the way the people at the business dressed. Mm-hmm. If they were in suits, we wore a suit. Mm-hmm. But now you see people going out in blue jeans mm-hmm. with holes in them. Evidently, blue jeans with holes in them are quite popular because I went to a church and the preacher came out with blue jeans with holes in them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
Now, think well, about that. I, that bugs me. I don't like it. So yeah. I'm sorry if that's, I don't know if it's so fast. I just think, why can't you look nice? Exactly. If you want me to do business with you, I want you to look nice, That's okay? Right. Here's right. the other thing, and people may not be aware of this. When Ed and I were on the radio at WIBK years ago, Jim Dick, we were on the air. You couldn't see us. No. What did we wear? We wore a tie. Yeah, we wore a tie and suit. Every day. Yes. Every day. And he said, if you look sharp, you'll sound sharp. Yeah. You'll sound the way if you you know it's he said the old thing here he said a clean car runs better <laughs> if you look good you're just gonna have to be confident why we need more of that when will that come back uh, well I don't know it, I mean they're wearing pajamas to exactly. grocery store for God's good sake good grief come on girls. All right, we got to move along. Tell everybody anything, listen to us. The Ed and Bob Show is available at edandbob.com. Also, you can download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app. Search Ed and Bob, and be sure to subscribe when you do that. And Alexa, turn your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn. Then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll ask you what you want to hear. Tell her exactly this, Ed and Bob Show. It's just that easy. If you want to comment, edandbob.com right there in the comment section. Email us. That's what a lot of people have been doing, edandbob at yahoo.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at edandbobknox, at Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas Knox. Facebook, facebook.com slash edandbob. Any corrections, Ed? Well, no corrections, but we got to <laughs> hope not. Because we don't like to correct no, ourselves. No, we're not going to correct ourselves. But, well, let's do a, uh, a shout-out. Yes, Trish Jones, who lives in Crossville, she faithfully listened to the Ed and Bob show, and she now listens to the podcast. And she's uh, just a real sweetheart, and we appreciate her listening in. She and her la- and Did you see her last email? It said, you guys need to talk about ranked choice voting. Right. What is that? It's electoral system. And, and it asks voters to rank candidates by preference on their ballots. So it's kind of like ballot. voting for more than one person, but it's, it's a ranking Yeah, thing. that's right. So if a candidate wins a majority of first preference votes, he or she is declared the winner. Yeah. And the candidate with the fewest first preference votes is eliminated. All so right. you eliminate them as you go along. Wow. But, uh, you know, first preference votes cast for the failed candidate are eliminated, lifting the second preference choices. So a new tally is conducted to determine whether any candidate has won a majority of the adjusted votes. And this process is repeated until a candidate wins an outright majority. And we kind of did that on county commission. Yeah. Remember, we would we would start out with well, that's true. all those. Everybody would nominate someone, and then we'd start eliminating. Yeah. And it got down to uh, to the person. And that's, so is does anybody do this? Well, yeah, there are some cities that do that. And, Ranked uh, choice yeah. voting. It's And it's like an instant runoff voting system. Wow. There are three states. So once you vote, you only vote one time. Right. And rank them. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. All right. Well, tell everybody what our next show is going to be about, Ed, will you? All right. Our next show is going to be about... Da, 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 da. In 1945, the U.S. dropped two atomic bombs. We'll look back at that. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. That's coming up for our next podcast. And I enjoyed it, brother. See you later. All right, man. I kissed her and she kissed me Like the fella once said Ain't that a kick in the head The room was completely black I hugged her and she hugged back Like the sailor said, quote Ain't that a hole in a boat my head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep grinning
beginning If this is just the beginning My life is gonna be Beautiful I've sun shining up to spread It's just like the fella said Tell me quick Ain't love a kid 